Welcome to the Tall and Urban Podcast by the Council on Tall Buildings and Urban Habitat. This is Daniel Safarik. This is Season 1, Timber Rising, sponsored by the USDA Forest Service. We're talking with leading experts about mass timber, a way of building with engineered wood products that is gaining traction around the world. Today we're talking to Rune Abrahamsen, CEO of Mwelvin, a Norwegian building products manufacturer. Melvin recently completed Mjolstarnet, recognized by CTBUH as the world's tallest all-timber building. Rune, welcome to the podcast. Thanks. So we know that there are a couple of major ways to uh, conduct mass timber construction, um, and it seems like we're coming up with uh, improvements on the old ways, let's say, uh, quite frequently. Maybe you can walk us through the major types of the panelized uh, timber construction uh, today um, and talk about some of the strengths and differences uh, between them. Uh, and uh, if there are any uh, other mass timber techniques, such as the post and beam construction um, that should be discussed um, when we're talking about uh, tall timber. Well, as for panelized construction in, in wood, we have several products that are available. Um, and the most known is probably CLT, cross laminated timber, which is a, a kind of plywood where, they, where the, the individual layers are, are not uh, uh, shaved uh, timber logs, but they are actual boards that are laid in a crosswise manner uh, to make a large plates. So those, uh, and those, those boards are, are then glued together. Um, that makes a very stable and uh, uh, efficient element for construction. Uh, so that's the, the, the most common one. But then there are also other types like nail laminated and dowel laminated uh, uh, timber plates. Uh, they're not very much used in, in Europe, but I believe they are uh, available uh, in, in the North American market. Uh, and then there are LVL plates uh, that can also be uh, that you can also get in in large sizes, uh, typically from uh, well several meters wide and up to 15, maybe 20 meters long. And uh, well, all, all these panels have in common that they they uh, make it possible to have a, a quick assembly. Because you you can you can uh, process these panels uh, in a prefabrication uh, where you have robots or CNC machinery that can make holes or or mill them or or drill and and um, whatever you you like really uh, to a very high degree and with uh, with the extreme precision so that when you when you put these big plates or panels together you you, you get um, a, a, a quick assembly and a, a nice result. They're, they're obviously very light because it's all, all timber. Uh, and, and this is beneficial, of course, when it comes to weights, uh, but also a, a bit challenging 
for vibrations and acoustics. So you need to, to know what you're doing and and uh, make sure that you have a, a a proper design of these panels so that they behave as as you you want them to do. We use those panels for for the the staircases and the elevator course that are um, uh, in, in a vertical manner. Uh, we do not use panels in, in Mjøstårne for, for the floors uh, whatsoever. We had a different kind of floor system uh, in, in this project, which uh, can span somewhat longer than these panels can do. Um, uh, so that's where we use the panels, but for, for the main main load bearing, the, the primary structure of, of the Mjøstorne project, we used glue laminated uh, beams, glue lamp, uh, which uh, is also massive uh, timber, but uh, with a, a significantly different product than, than CLT and panels uh, are. So they, they differ in their their buildup and uh, and how they behave and how you design them. Can you talk a little bit about how the supply chain was held together or constructed um, so that uh, you made sure that uh, all the all the product arrived on site in a timely manner and um, you had what you needed to complete the project? We we have the resources and and uh, the factories and the sawmills uh, in in the close vicinity of this project. So, um, well, actually, the the wood as it as it used for the structures in Mjøstorne comes from just one or two hours drive from from the building site, uh, and it's uh, uh, the what's it called the the plants, the boards are, are produced at sawmills that are uh, local as well. So what we have done at our factory, which is just 15 minutes from the, uh, from the building site, is to produce glue laminated timber that we manufacture and process into prefabricated parts that um, are, are very precise. And, uh, and produced in such a, a way that when we install them on the building, uh, building site, they can be installed quickly and, and correctly. So, and that worked, that worked very well. Do you think it's a necessary condition that tall timber needs to be constructed with a certain level of prefabrication and offsite assembly in order to be effective? Well, generally, speaking tall buildings are are built in in urban areas and in urban areas space is uh, is limited so so what you're looking for really is well a lot of prefabricated elements that is only at the side of the building for a very short time before it's uh, installed or lifted into the right position uh, because you need that speed to, to well, to obtain a proper result in the end because you, you don't really have the space. That's what I'm trying to say. So, um, you know, this is a, a pretty landmark project. Maybe you can talk a little bit about the, the gestation of the project, why it was built, um, 
and how, how you came to be involved and maybe any surprises or, or challenges that you encountered uh, during the development and construction? Um, well, uh, th this project is the idea of a Norwegian entrepreneur and developer called Arthur Bukart. Uh, he comes from this small town, Brumendal, where the building now stands, and he wanted to build the world's tallest timber building. Um, so he invited us for, to a discussion to whether this is possible uh, and achievable. Uh, and uh, as we now know, we, we answered yes. Uh, <laughs> uh, and uh, he hired us for the, for, for the delivery of the, the primary structure, the, the timber structure of this project. And together with the, uh, the Norwegian contractor Hent, which was the, the turnkey contractor he used. Uh, and the, the project is a success, I must admit. We, we built it more or less um, uh, on time uh, as, as scheduled. We, uh, it has now been in, in operation and for more than one year. It's behaving like we expected it to do. Uh, it's actually a little bit stiffer than our calculations said, but uh, it performs well. And we have had thousands of people visiting from all over the world who, who want to see, uh, see this building and see how we have uh, constructed it and, and designed it. So um, I'm wondering if, uh... I could see how this is like the perfect project to have been executed uh, in a small town in Norway where, um, where the timber industry is very prevalent. Um, have, you, have you attempted to look into uh, to foreign markets uh, based on the success of this project? Well, we, we have gotten uh, a lot of requests from, from uh, projects and from from different countries where they want to to build tall timber buildings, and uh, uh, generally, our our look on this is that we want we want to give advice, uh, we want to to, ex to to share our lessons from from our project, but not really to export our products to to Singapore or Tokyo or Vancouver or or wherever because we. We believe in the the sustainability of our projects, and to in in that respect, we believe that the materials should be sourced and produced as close to the building site as possible. So that's why we don't really uh, it doesn't really make sense to us to to ship all the materials for a large building to Chicago or wherever. Uh, when it could be produced uh, more local. Well, very good. Thank you, Runa uh, Abrahamson, for being with me today. It was my pleasure. So thank you for listening. <laughs> <laughs>